0: There's an argument to be made. Had J.C. Horn and Dante Jackson stayed healthy, the Panthers would have been a playoff team last fall. Can they stay healthy this year? That is the question everyone's asking. We'll talk about it right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers,
1: your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As this is our last week of off-season mode, starting off next Monday, we'll be back to your team every day. Our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network: Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, and be sure to follow me. Julian Council on Twitter, at Julian Council, where on Friday of next week, the 21st, the weekly Friday mailbag is back here on the show, either at me or DM me on Twitter to get those questions in, but of course, first, follow me. On Twitter, at Julian Council, our final week of position evaluations. And we're talking about the cornerbacks today here in Carolina. On Wednesday, we'll be talking about the safeties and then the best for last. JJ Jansen forever talking special teams on Friday before I come back on Monday through Friday with our full season mode here on Locked on Panthers. Let's go ahead and get into it. Cornerbacks here. In Carolina, the biggest story about the biggest name. Well, there's two big names at corner here in Carolina, J.C. Horn and Dante Jackson, and they both have the same story. They are coming off of injuries. There is an argument to be made that last season had either Dante Jackson or J.C. Horn, especially J.C. Horn stayed healthy. The Carolina Panthers do not have a complete defensive implosion in Tampa that Sunday afternoon by the by way of Tom Brady and Mike Evans and instead they're able to cover Mike Evans and they're able to win that game and then go on the next week and win in New Orleans and be NFC division champions now I have no idea what this organization looks like now if that happens does Steve Wilkes become the head coach is Bryce Young even the quarterback I've think it's fair to say that everything worked out exactly the way it needed to work out for Carolina as they were able to get their franchise quarterback. And they've got a coach in Frank Reich and a staff that is excellent that should put the Panthers in position to take over the NFC South for the foreseeable future. So I feel like everything worked out. But still, just as bad as this team was all year long, had J.C. or maybe even Dante been healthy, they could have gone to the playoffs. So that just shows you how thin the margins can be for teams and how big an impact that an injury can make, especially for the Carolina Panthers in that cornerback room. And it's been an issue the last couple of seasons in particular at corner. It's been JC. It's been Dante. It's been Stefan Gilmer. It's been a litany of guys who have been out because of injuries over the last couple of seasons. And it, it's football. It happens. So you can't really get on them and say that they're injury prone but the numbers suggest that, well, they're not someone that you can really rely on in a 16, now 17 game season. We'll start off with Dante Jackson, who for three straight seasons has really been fighting through injuries uh, back in 2020. Probably was off to the best season that he's ever had in his career, but had a turf toe issue where he was able to play through it, played a majority of the games that year, but some games just couldn't hang on. He had a great ESPN article about turf toe a couple weeks ago, or a couple years ago rather, um, that actually quoted Dante Jackson and his issues with struggling with Turf Toe that season and just how difficult it is where he can feel great and he just takes one wrong turn and then he's out of the game once again. We saw it play out a couple times there in 2020, so it dealt with Turf Toe in 2020. Then the year prior or the year after that in 21. Struggle with a hamstring injury that cost him the rest of the season. And then last year, the most significant injury that he suffered, an Achilles injury. Now, he spoke to the media right at the end of mandatory many camp last month in June and said that he expects to be ready to go. During training camp down there at the end of the month down at Wofford College. Now, Frank Reich has not said anything that would suggest that Dante Jackson won't be healthy. He said the only player that they expect to end up on the pup list at that point in time when he spoke to the media was Austin Corbett. So it looks like Dante Jackson will be ready to go with someone who's getting up in age, at least football age, and who has really utilized his speed throughout his career, who's coming off of that injury where it takes guys – It takes him over a year, really, to get back. You would expect Dante Jackson to start looking like himself in 2024, not this season. And it's an important season for Dante. Because of the injuries, he may not get an opportunity to be his full self again in Carolina in 2024 if he does not perform to a level – That is expected of him. And if also, he's not on the field healthy and available to play. And that has been the issue for Dante Jackson the last couple of seasons. So, he's missed 17 games past three seasons. Missed two, then five, then nine last year. So, two in 2020. Five in 2021. Then the final nine games of last year in 2022. He's got to be out there. He has to be healthy. And if he's not, I don't see him having a future past this season in Carolina. J.C. Horn, who has been excellent when he's been on the field. The problem has been he has not been on the field nearly enough for the Carolina Panthers the last two years. And the Panthers had an opportunity there in a 2021 draft to take a quarterback if they wanted to. They let everyone know that they wanted Sam Darnold to be the guy, but they had an opportunity to take a multitude of players, especially defensively, as they had the entire defensive draft board to their disposal at that point in time. They could have taken Patrick Sertan, who's been really good in Denver. Instead, they chose J.C. Horn out of South Carolina at eighth overall because they felt like they needed another corner, that in 2020, they could not get off the field. They needed someone to start opposite of Dante, and they found that player in J.C. Horn, at least for the first couple of weeks in 2021 before having bad luck on that turf in Houston where he broke his foot, missed the remainder of his rookie year. That also led him to start off the year on the pup list, physically unable to perform list, starting off in training camp last year. But then he was able to get over that play well, had a rib injury that cost him two weeks earlier on in the season, and then friendly fire on Christmas Eve in the blowout Detroit, Jeremy Chen running into him, breaking his wrist. He missed the final two games of the season, and we found out that Week 17 game, which effectively was the NFC South title game against Tampa, was the game the Carolina Panthers needed J.C. Horn most, as they could not defend Mike Evans, and it was just a comedy of errors from C.J. Henderson and Keith Taylor that afternoon in Tampa. So they need J.C. Horn to be healthy. The issue is J.C. who talked about, hey – all my injuries have not been muscle injuries, hasn't been a hamstring or anything like that. He hurt his foot, which there's nothing you can really do about it. Just bad luck more so than injury prone. And players have come out and talked about how they hate playing on turf. They've also talked about the ill effects of playing on Thursday night football. But the league only cares about money and not actually the player's safety. So all of those things will continue to happen. So that is what happened to J.C. Horn. Bad luck and something the players have been fighting against for years and that led to him breaking his foot early on in his rookie career, which sucks. Then last year, rib injury, that happens. It's football. What are you going to do? I guess we're more padding, but even quarterbacks wear padding and they break the ribs all the time. Not all the time, but it happens. It's not like you can necessarily protect yourself from an injury. Like it's going to happen if it's going to happen. And then you look at the friendly fire with a broken wrist. What exactly is JC Horn supposed to do? So he talked to Joe Person of the Athletic a couple of weeks ago about, hey, I'm not injury prone. It's all been... Bone injuries hasn't been anything, like muscle-wise. Like I work out. I take care of my body, yada, yada, yada. Then we find out the next day that he's going to miss the final days of OTAs and all of mandatory minicamp because he's in a boot with a foot-slash-ankle injury. Not the same foot, but a different one, and it's basically Groundhog Day, and we're like, here we go again. So your top two corners who had either one of them been available, in particular J.C. Horn, in the final two weeks of the season – This was probably a playoff team and the world looks entirely different. I guess there's a lot of people out there who will probably say probably a good thing that they weren't healthy just based off of how things have worked out really well for the Panthers over the course of this offseason. But now that the Panthers have their quarterback, have a strong coaching staff, have a great defensive scheme coming in. You need both Dante and J.C. Horn to be healthy for at least, I mean, come on, combine can they at least play 13, 14 games together? I'm not going to get greedy and ask for 17 because that's just not been the case the last couple of years. But can they combine play a dozen, play a baker's dozen amount of games together here in 2022? Because the Carolina Panthers, if they want to be NFC South champions, they have a chance to do that with those guys healthy and on the field. So we'll see how all that works out moving into 2022. So the biggest story and the biggest names, well, J.C. Horn, Dante Jackson, both coming off injuries. Can they stay healthy heading into the season? Now, that's not just the biggest question. The biggest question because of the health issues that both of those players have suffered is, is there enough depth, particularly on the outside at cornerback heading into the year? We'll get into that here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's so easy to create a free job post on LinkedIn jobs. And once you do, make sure to add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screen questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and hire it's why small businesses rate linkedin jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors linkedin jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown nfl that's linkedin.com slash lockdown nfl to post your job for free terms and conditions apply So unfortunately I don't know if we can depend on JC Horn and Dante Jackson to be healthy all season long here in Carolina just going based off of their track record. JC Horn is right. The injuries have not been muscle injuries, has not been a pulled hamstring and anything like that. It's all been really bad luck for him and just the game of football and the wear and tear on the body. Dante Jackson has had more significant injuries. Now, turf toe, a lot of guys deal with that, and that's something that's really tricky because you really don't know. He had a hamstring issue that cops him the rest of the 2021 season, and then the Achilles that he's coming off of, that, of course, is the most significant and one that can really hamper a player in their career moving forward, especially a player at Dante Jackson's age. Still young, but getting up there, especially in football years, and you hope that Dante can look like himself. I just wouldn't have the most confidence just knowing – the history of guys coming off Achilles and how it usually takes them a little bit of time to really get back to who they were. And usually that first year back, they're not the same guy. But the next year after that, you get to see really the true potential and the stardom that they have. Now, will he ever have the burst he had before? That's TBD. Modern medicine is a hell of a thing. And I think Dante Jackson has a chance to still be an impact player here in Carolina. Just the hope is that he can stay on the field. Now, the hope is not just he can stay on the field. It's the hope that J.C. Horn can stay On the field. Because when those guys are out there, it's a good quarterback tandem. And that's the problem. And like what's frustrating watching this team is that this conversation, when it comes to corners, we can sit here and talk about how great Dante and JC Horn are. The problem is, like, they're just not out there available enough. So unfortunately, you kind of have to lean on like the negative. It's not really the negative, it's just the facts of the situation that they haven't been healthy. And when they have not played, the guys behind them, have not been good enough. So that's why we're having the conversation here today on the show, where the biggest things you're looking at at corners is like, can they be healthy? And if they're not healthy, is there quality depth behind them? Because the last two seasons, you haven't seen it. CJ Henderson, Keith Taylor, both of those guys have been the primary backups. The last two years here in Carolina to Dante Jackson, to JC Horn. And then briefly to the Stephon Gilmore there in the latter half of the 2021 season. Both of those guys respectfully have been liabilities when they have been out on the field. And I don't mean any harm to them. It's just what's happened. They have been a massive problem for the Panthers. They have not been reliable on the field. At least when Dante and JC play, they're reliable in most situations. But when Keith Taylor and CJ Henderson have played, they have not been. Now, Keith Taylor, I will give him the benefit of the doubt. He was a fifth-round pick. He is young in his career. It's not like you have a high expectations for a fifth-round pick and guy who is was probably, what, your fifth corner in the 2021 season and then last year ended up being your fourth corner. Not like you were asking a ton out of him. So I do understand that he would struggle because it's not like I was expecting more. Now, C.J. Henderson, when the Panthers decided to make that panic move once J.C. Horn broke his foot after that in that Week 3 game, against uh, Houston on Thursday night football they had a player in Dan Arnold who really could have helped Sam Darnold as far as being that safety valve that he lost and Christian McCaffrey also was injured in that Thursday night game instead they decided that they're going to trade Dan Arnold and a third round pick for a former top 10 pick in 2020 in C.J. Henderson and get a fifth round pick as well from Jacksonville now C.J. Henderson was on the outs with Urban Meyer staff which you know hey is that really that big of a deal no because that was a joke of his staff the year prior wasn't like he went out there and showed a ton in Jacksonville and he shows up and they throw him out there immediately against Dallas he gives up a touchdown but benefit of the doubt barely been around but also it's football be better in coverage Mari Cooper's a better player than him so on so forth but Henderson hasn't been good and the thing about it too Scott Fitter came out and said that that was a move for the future. I remember doing a podcast that day reacting to it saying that Carolina Panthers at 3-0 and are in win-now mode. You don't make a move like that, in my opinion, unless you really feel like, okay, we have something here and we need to get a corner who has talent who can help us. Now, it probably made more sense it had that been like Stefan Gilmore at that time and me saying we've been in win-now mode. They later on did bring in Stefan Gilmore, but they showed that they really wanted to invest in corner. And unfortunately, the cornerback investments, whether it's been drafting J.C., who's been healthy, when he's healthy, is good, and then in, investing in Dante financially hasn't really worked out for them. Trading for C.J. Henderson hasn't worked out for them. Trading for Stummel and Gilmore didn't really do much. And so far, Keith Taylor hasn't done much. Like, they've kind of swung and missed on a lot of these cornerback investments. I don't necessarily believe that they've missed on J.C. Horn. I don't necessarily believe it was a bad idea to invest in Dante Jackson, but he was coming off of two straight seasons of being injured and now has suffered his worst injury yet to date. So it's been really bad luck in that cornerback room and it does not help that when J.C. and when Dante have gone out. Keith Taylor and C.J. Henderson have not been good enough. Though C.J. Henderson, since being here in Carolina, has allowed a 121.6 pass rating when targeted. That was back in 2021 when he did that, and in 2002, it got better. He allowed a 103.5 pass rating when targeted. Now, he's also given up two touchdowns in 2021 and gave up five touchdowns last year. So, he's given up seven touchdowns in his two years as a Carolina Panther. And his passer rating that he's given up when targeted has been over 100. So, not great. Keith Taylor, worse Back in 2021, he allowed a 112.5 pass rating when targeted. And then last season, 129.0 pass rating when targeted. He's allowed two touchdowns in each of the past two seasons, playing less snaps than Henderson, of course. So he's given up four touchdowns. So those two guys have given up 11 touchdowns combined the last two seasons when called upon, whether it's been Henderson as a number three corner actually going out there and playing that nickel package with J.C. and with Dante, or when it's been Keith Taylor called on late in the season, both of those guys have really struggled when out there on the field as backups and even asked to be starters here in Carolina. And when you look at the numbers and the drop-off, Dante Jackson back in 2021 Allowed an 86.5 passer rating when targeted. Last season allowed a ninety point five pass rating when being targeted. He's allowed three he allowed three touchdowns in 2021 and two touchdowns in 2022. JC Horn Dude is unreal. He allowed a 39.6 pass rating when targeted in the three games he played in 2021, and then last year in the 13 games he played, allowed a 62.4 pass rating. He's only allowed two touchdowns so far in his career. One in 2021, one last season in 2022. You see the drop-off, and it's expected that when your starters are out, that yes, the backups are going to play worse, but when they're giving up 120 pass rating when targeted that's just not something that you can overcome as we saw in week 17 against tampa that's just not it man and when you saw it too against pittsburgh of keep taylor struggling there like those guys have to be better jonathan cooley um Who's the other guy who we have now? God, came, I forgot his name. But you know, you know who I'm talking about. They have to do a, a really good job of getting these guys prepared and helping them develop because it's really now or never for C.J. Henderson. And then for Keith Taylor, I imagine he'll be on the roster this year, and I think he'll probably be on the roster again next season. But for, Keith, for C.J. Henderson, former top 10 pick, Who's now on his fourth coaching staff has traded for before and has not played well so far. I don't know what his future would be in the NFL if he's not able to go out and perform at a high at a much better level this upcoming season in Carolina. So kind of now or never. Now there's other guys who have an opportunity to come out here and play for the Panthers and could help out. We'll look at the rest of the position group here at, at corner in Carolina in just a moment on Locked On Panthers.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: It will be important to find some other players to take the pressure off of Keith Taylor and off of CJ Henderson this upcoming season. Like the real concern. It's not necessarily that there's enough depth overall, like a corner. It's is there enough depth on the outside. And the two primary guys are going to play on the outside whenever Dante Jackson or J.C. Horn go out, if that happens. Uh, likely when it happens. Or Henderson and Taylor. And as I just mentioned, went over, both of those guys have struggled in those situations. But you do have players who I think can help out as far as playing in the slot. And can you maybe kick in a guy like Henderson into the slot? And then have someone like Eric Rowe, who right now is listed as a corner on the Panthers' website. But he's primarily played safety over the last couple of seasons, which is something very common when guys who start off as corners, they get older. And they have the size to typically move them back out to safety, which is what he played the last couple of years in Miami. Eric Rowe, I don't know if he's going to make the roster, but he is someone the Carolina Panthers could potentially lean on as a veteran who can... Possibly help a guy like Keep Taylor take some of the pressure off of C.J. Henderson uh, going into the season if something were to happen to Dante or J.C. Also, look at Jeremy Chin, who's going to be playing less safety this year. I'm not sure how much less safety he's going to play. He's going to have the opportunity to be more of a playmaker, could be in that big nickel position. If he's playing big nickel and – you are missing one of the top two guys. You know, you could still have someone on the outside like Henderson, but you have J- Jeremy Chin who can help you out, Jamie Robinson as well. Maybe he could play a little outside. He's probably more of a nickel as well, going to play some safety. So, I don't know. There's, pos- there's opportunities as far as, you know, bringing other players who have either had experience at corner or we can help, who can play in the nickel to where it's not like overall the cornerback depth is weak. It's just on the outside. Is there a veteran that maybe they out in the market they can bring in, they could help because it's just – it's it's not it's not great based off of what we have in the last couple of years. Now, Stan Thomas Oliver uh, looked great this this spring during OTAs, mandatory minicamp. Anyone um, I talked to, you listened to, wrote about it, talked about how good he looked. Even Dante Jackson said how uh, STO looks like he's really um, ready to step up and would be great. You look at his numbers too, and just brief sample size. I saw his he, when he's out there and played his uh, his pass rating when targeted has been above one thirty in each of the seasons that he's played. And have the opportunity to uh, be in coverage. So not like I would expect him to necessarily be the go-to guy for the Carolina Panthers in those situations. But just re- looking at the depth chart as a whole, J.C. Horn, Dante Jackson, both those guys will be on the roster. Uh, hopefully Dante will be good to go. Same thing with J.C. with Dante, a little bit more concerned because of the Achilles. Henderson, Taylor, expect them to be on the roster. Stan Thomas, Oliver, more of a special teams guy. So he should be secure. Then the rest of these guys, Eric Rowe, roster bubble guy, Um, Who can play safety, could play corner right now. Again, listed as a corner on the Panthers' website. Uh, Rayon Wright, who apparently was on Last Chance U. I don't think he was on any of the Mississippi episodes. Must have been on the Kansas ones, which I did not watch. But I keep seeing everyone mention, oh, hey, this guy was on Last Chance U. Last year played at Oregon State. Solid guy who there's been some talk that he could be one of those UDFAs that signs and makes the roster. So good luck to him would be a great story, of course. Uh, Mark Milton, Herb Miller, Colby Richardson, Vernon Scott, the rest of those guys just kind of feel like more like camp bodies than players that will actually make the roster make an impact. But it really comes down to Eric Rowe, Rajon Wright, and who knows, maybe Keith Taylor here in year three possibly could be on that roster bubble if he does not play well enough during the preseason. But I don't think that he's in that big of a – position to lose his job here entering into the season. But overall, cornerback group, if Dante and JC are healthy, you got a really strong cornerback group. You have players like Chen, like Robinson, like Roe could help out at nickel. And then you have two backups. You have experience, just haven't been all that quality when they play. So the hope is that with the new coaching staff, D'Angelo Hall, that was the other guy I was thinking about, who's the assistant cornerback coach here in Carolina um, with D'Angelo Hall as an assistant and Jonathan Cooley as the lead cornerback coach, that they can get coached up, and this position group could be much better and put the Panthers in position to win the NFC South this upcoming season. All right, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Time Panthers podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, hosted by yours, Julie, Julian Council. Again, y'all subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council. We're starting next Friday on the 21st. I'll be back with the weekly Friday mailbag questions either at me or DM me on Twitter, at Julian Council, to get those questions into me now. But again, first follow. In the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole as always. Keep pounding. And on Wednesday, we'll be back to talk about the safeties. How much safety is Jeremy Chin going to play? And what kind of impact can Von Miller make here in Carolina? All that coming up here on Wednesday on Locked on Panthers.